Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It started as a joke. Thousands of comments, thousands of shares. That turned into a viral sensation. Everybody was just demanding that it was going to be a real thing. And then. I bet you we could do that. A Wisconsin-based restaurant chain. For one day only. Made it real. Guests went nuts. This week on Open Record, the unlikely marketing and development story. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of the Kurter Burger. Studios. This is Open Record. I'm your host, Brian Polson, and I'm joined by Open Record's executive producer, Sarah Smith. Hey, Sarah. Hi. And we are joined by Fox 6 anchor and reporter, once again, Ben Handelman. Hey, Ben, welcome back to the podcast. Pleasure to be here. And Happy New Year, if it's okay <laughs> to say. Can I say Happy New Year on when well, this is being released on January no. 4th, right? No, it's too late. Why Why do you think that's... I feel like it's the first it's episode back. We should say Happy New Year. I know I'm probably in the minority, but I'm just... I don't know. I don't like that filler conversation stuff. I don't... But, unless but it it's our New first, Year's Day. That's okay. You know that's 95% of the conversation. I, yeah, no, that's true. You're on a podcast. Uh, how about that Packers? It's all filler conversation. <laughs> You're not wrong. I just... That's fine. We Happy are, New Year, everybody. <laughs> we are recording this episode full of filler conversation. <laughs> On Wednesday, January 3rd, for release on Thursday, January 4th. And while it's not uncommon for us to talk about food after we go off the record, this week we're actually going to talk about one of the most... (laughs) That's great! Yeah, I think it's one of the most Wisconsin menu items Mm -hmm. maybe ever. Uh, It's the story of a giant ball of deep fried cheese (laughs) piled on top of a juicy hamburger. I mean, it literally is what it is, but it's the remarkable way it happened. Um, Ben, how did you find yourself researching the Culver's Curter Burger? It's funny because the Curter Burger was born out of a viral moment, and my interest in the story was born out of an online viral moment. I uh, do a different one, a different. Okay, well, so, it also is all connected. So I I go on the TikTok. That's the, the TikTok. Old, the okay. way capital T, capital T. You know, it's a great place where a lot of people who don't do traditional like ingest traditional local news are on TikTok and still really like local news stuff. Yeah. I post stuff on TikTok. Yeah, yeah you're. Great at TikTok. I, I now, I'm not now, just saying that because no, you're here, but I actually now know of you not as Fox Six's Ben Handelman, <laughs> yeah. but just as an anchor in Milwaukee, a news anchor in Milwaukee. Yeah. If you're I'm on a news the, anchor in Milwaukee, if you're on TikTok, check out the account. Yeah, I usually try and post a news story a day. That's yeah. my goal. And one day we had a really slow news day, uh, and I literally I didn't know. Usually I try and do something that's visual or you know works for TikTok, and I didn't have anything. And it just so happened there was a PR press release in my inbox that said. The Curter Burger is coming back from Culver's. And I thought, I guess I'll throw that up on TikTok and just say, hey, the Curter Burger is back. It's back. The Curter Burger returning to Culver's on October 2nd. This will be the third time it'll be on the menu. If you're not one of the 26 states with a Culver's or it's not in your area, I'm sorry for you. More than a million views a on, million. on TikTok. <laughs> and in my head, it, it was just as simple as, hey, yeah. the Curter Burger is coming back for the right. third time. And I thought, I got to tell the origin story of the Curter Burger because 
It's very, because very you, interesting. You wanted cheap clicks. You wanted free. <laughs> <laughs> I the I'll in, check it out. The interest is there, right? Mm -hmm. And when I myself dove into the origin story of the Curta Burger, even I did not realize how bonkers it was. So I, I'm going to tell you all who are listening right now something we're going to be doing this week, which is we're going to be taking some breaks that really aren't going to go anywhere. We're going to come right back if you're listening to this. And maybe even if you're watching this on, on Fox Local, uh, starting next week, the podcast is also going to be broadcast on Fox 6. Uh, it's 11.05, I think, on Sunday nights um, after the Blitz. So we have to sort of practice taking commercial breaks. So we're going to do that today. When we come back, I want to hear, Ben, how this all began, what you learned about the Curter Burger. We're going to do that when we come right back. Okay, back on open record. Ben, you were fascinated by the million views you got on your TikTok about <laughs> the Curter Burger coming back. But then you went to find out where this all started. What did you find out? So my goal, I wanted to talk to whoever it was that thought of the Curter mm -hmm. Burger and created it. Yeah. So for those who don't know, the Curter Burger was a limited and is a limited menu item that Culver's decided to roll out that started as an April Fool's a joke. joke. Yeah. Okay. It literally in 2019 is when Culver's they're not Wendy's. They admit that to me. They're not trashing people on social media. They're, they're is that what Wendy's does? Well, yeah. they, okay. Wendy's, I, I guess I'm not like as poke back and to forth this. with okay. like Burger King. It's okay, like they'll kind of like yeah. okay, troll right. each other, right? right. Okay. And sometimes customers. Wendy's, but I think, fair. is the most egregious, wild. Uh, yeah. So if the two ends of the spectrum, Wendy's is kind of known as like ruffling some feathers. Okay. Culver's sticks to their marketing message. You know, the wholesome, <laughs> we're the nice right. Wisconsinites, yeah. and they don't really fray too far. But in 2019, for the first time, their marketing team decided, let's do an April Fool's joke to make some buzz. And they came up with this concept. The first April Fool's joke they did, which they were going to put a fake concept on Twitter, now known as the X, it was Twitter at the time, mm -hmm. uh, and they'd put a picture and it'd be an item that wasn't a real item. And they came up with the vanilla custard crunch, which was again a, doesn't sound a, well, bad. It was a fake yes. flavor of the day for their frozen custard, okay. where it was frozen cheese curds. Oh, in the ice cream. In cheese curds in the, in the ice cream. In okay. the, yeah. Hence the crunch. All right. Oh, that's <laughs> the crunch. But frozen. Here, yeah. I don't think of cheese curds. Oh, frozen, maybe. Yeah. I don't think of them as crunchy, so necessarily. It, it did okay. Anyway, you know, okay. they got some yeah. laughs. They got some clicks. And the, the thing about the concept was, if you actually wanted to go into a Culver's and order it, you want to order a side of cheese curds and throw it in your frozen custard, yeah. Be, no be our guest. Go do it. Okay. So you do can you. have that as your topping instead of like Snickers, or right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. 2020 happens. There's a pandemic. <laughs> they do, they don't do a uh, an April Fool's joke that year. 2021. They're like, hey, let's do an April Fool's joke again. And they come up with. They tell me in the week leading. So this was kind of a last minute. Hey, let's throw some ideas out. What do you guys want to That's do awesome. for an April Fool's joke? Yeah. Okay someone and they cannot remember who specifically and it's not like they have a huge marketing team at i mean they have, no one wants to take credit or they're being well, too humble or i don't know i mean i i went out to the culver's you headquarters to, yeah, you in prairie du sac yeah yeah and talked to the marketing team and they're like i don't remember who exactly came up with the idea it really was last minute and we came up with the curter burger and the picture they posted on social media is hysterical 
just mm-hmm. picture the giant, yeah. this massive cheese curd that, I mean, you can't even fit it in your mouth, mm-hmm. just in between two buns. Yeah. So originally there was no burger. No it burger. Was all nope. cheese it was curd. just okay. a giant okay. cheese curd burger. And something magical happened for the marketing team that had never happened before. It caught fire. We're talking, people were begging Culver's mm-hmm. to make this thing. They started getting calls and letters, actual handwritten letters, <laughs> Please make the Curter Burger. And there was an, even an online petition that someone oh, created. Please make the Curter Burger. See, when you first say even Curter Burger, my first thought was you just pile some cheese curds onto a burger. Yeah. Which I've seen okay. done you know, Like places. we've seen yeah. onion strings yeah. or onion straws on burgers. It didn't seem as outlandish. But then you see that photo right. of this giant. It's a patty. <laughs> a, a patty yeah. of, of just fried cheese right and they did want to go back to their original joke like hey you want to come in our restaurant and order a side of cheese curds and throw it on top of our butter burger go ahead and do it but the picture is what people Mm -hmm. were yearning for Mm -hmm. they wanted they wanted wanted the giant cheese that didn't exist at the time like it existed on the other mind and on social media did not exist fast forward it took six weeks for their director of menu development the guy who creates all of the new things at Culver's. They had a marketing meeting and they're sitting there and I'm sure this is a routine thing that they do at Culver's. So six weeks goes by after the viral moment, obviously all madness breaks out for the marketing team. But the guy who sits in the kitchen, he's kind of a little unaware of how crazy it had gotten it for the company. They sit in this marketing meeting, they talk about the Curter Burger, how it's broken all of their records for social engagement ever for the company's history. And the guy who makes everything at Culver's that's new doesn't say anything to anybody and goes down to the test kitchen and goes, I'm going to try and make that. (laughs) So this wasn't like he was told, go try. He just decides, I'm going to give this a shot. No one at Culver's ever intended for the Curter Burger to be a real thing. Even after the joke went viral, no one from the company said, wow, this is so crazy. We actually have to make that. It was one guy and his team in the test kitchen that went back in there and said, I'm going to try and make a Curter Burger. Oh, didn't you talk to a food scientist or someone, too, that said like six weeks? While it sounds like that's such a long time from the original uh, tweet, it's not. Well, it was six weeks till he found out about it. Then he makes oh, yeah. he makes a couple prototypes, mm-hmm. and then he goes to senior management. I don't know if that's Craig Culver. I don't know what the senior management <laughs> is over at Culver's, but I'm sure he's part of it. Yeah. And he goes, oh, hey, by the way, guys, I made a Curter Burger, and they're like, we're doing it. We yeah. are putting this on the menu. Not- well, I want to step back, though. You said he's testing prototypes. Like, What are the different versions? <laughs> right. And really, what are the right. different prototypes? Because it seems to me, and I'm not a chef, but it seems to me you go, well, all right, let's throw some cheese curds on a burger. And, and try. What, what was he trying out? I learned so much about the fast food industry. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what Sarah was alluding to a little bit. And when I talked to a food scientist, you know, making something in a kitchen, easy peasy, right? Anyone can make something in a kitchen. Make something in a kitchen that Culver's now has over 900 yeah. locations okay. in 26 You've different got to states. This. It's got, yeah, it's got it's to be mass just, produced. It's not only you making yeah. it in the kitchen, it's the producers who makes the cheese mm-hmm. curds, it's the breading company that might be a whole different right. process and it all has to work in the Culver's ecosystem. Right. So their kitchen is specifically designed that they can make things in a short amount of time. Right. Uh you don't want to make something where you'd be, you know, running chefs all around. It's got to work in their ecosystem. So uh, after 
the I don't know what the different prototypes exactly look like. They didn't, I, but they the chef did tell me. Okay, we had to work on color for the cheese curd burger. The giant, the giant. Yeah, okay. We yeah. wanted it to look like our other cheese curds. So I mean, they're thinking about how it looks. Obviously, they wanted it to taste good. I don't think the flavor profile was that difficult because they make cheese curds, right? You know, and well, they and they added the burger they, to it though. Like they changed it from what the picture looked like. Right. They ended and up they, putting it. And on they put burger. it on top of the butter burger, which yeah. they already have. I think that was probably easy for them. I yeah. think the hardest part was making a giant cheese patty with breading. Yeah. Like when you think. Well, I almost wondered too because it, without the burger, it's it, it ends up being almost all cheese. And that's, because the breading yeah. is just around the outside with the well, cheese curd, the, there's a little the, cheese surrounded by a lot of breading. Yeah. I so, asked them, yeah. why didn't, why does it look different than the picture? Yeah. And the chef admitted to me, you would not want to eat a cheese curd that big. Oh. Your stomach would. I was yeah. say that. Right. Right. I would. <laughs> well, I would and you're probably not alone, Kale, because I think the people who originally called for it were like, put it on there. I want to see it happen. But it does just seem like that concept was a giant blob of cheese. Yeah. And the craziest like, part of the story is not the fact that they created this. It's to the point where he finally went to the bosses and said, yes, I made this. And they said, we want this on the menu. They then said, we want this in the menu for National Cheese Curd Day in less than three months. <laughs> okay, so now it's a turnaround time. <laughs> now, it's, now it's a turnaround time, which I've learned in the fast food national chain restaurant industry, three months is bonkers bonkers mm -hmm. usually it takes and it go to any national chain just go down the street you will see all sorts of new limited menu items and these new limited menu items are supposed to get your eye and mm -hmm. get you to come in and try something new mm -hmm. uh and maybe get some new customers in you know i'm gonna yeah. go eat the big mac if but maybe uh i don't really like go to mcdonald's but i'm gonna go try whatever the new thing is you know mm -hmm. so normally that process takes 12 to 18 months yeah. On the and this is three months. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to hear how they pulled this off and what you found out about this. So how the Curter Burger happened in three months when we come back. We are back on Open Record, and the Curter Burger goes from joke to test kitchen to now Culver's really wants to do this thing. And they say, well, we got to time it with a purpose. So National Cheese Curd Day, which yeah. I didn't know existed. <laughs> I think Culver's actually may have created National Cheese say, Curd yeah. Day. That makes sense. Well, they couldn't the they create it a little further it. out then yeah. to give themselves? Well, I don't know. I think anyway. they had already put in the paperwork, so okay. and I think it was already their thing. Okay. They, were, they wanted to do something big, and they're like, this will make it even bigger. So they've got yeah. three months now to turn this into something that can go to 900 locations. Yeah, and I don't know. In This is 2021 we're talking. I don't know how many locations. I think they were in the 800 range in 2021. Okay. Mm -hmm. Regardless, 100 Either locations. Either way, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, the problem when you create something like this, all the problem is, we have to get enough product that can go to all the stores. And that is usually why it takes 18 months sometimes because you're working out the logistics of all this, right? So they really had to work with their producers and figure out this timeline. And everybody kind of got on board. They said it was just all chefs in the kitchen, I guess. <laughs> all hands on deck. Um, and they created this one day only. And the reason... They were only going to do the Curter Burger for one day. And the only reason it was only one day, they didn't have enough product. Stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, but that seems like yeah. an awful lot of work to just have this out <laughs> for one day. Right. Okay. Uh, obviously, it was creating so much buzz for the mm -hmm. company. This mm -hmm. was the kind of comm free commercial time you cannot buy. 
Uh, so I was it was, it was genius. It. I mean, it for the I mean they're still getting that, it on a podcast on Fox right. News right now. <laughs> right, yeah, right. right. So it rolls out I, October fifteenth, twenty twenty one, for one day only. Who we? <laughs> Traffic jams at Bonkers. the Culvers. Yeah. Lines out into the street. And there's already lines around the building <laughs> yeah, at Culver's. Right, right. So right. this is like this was like when Krispy Kremes were first coming oh out, right? Gosh, when, yeah. yeah. They said they opened at 10th and there were people there at like 6 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> at 6 30 in the morning, you're already wanting a giant ball of I, cheese. I love we oh, no one Wisconsin. does that better than people in Wisconsin. Yeah, lining yeah. up for, Line for, up for things. things. <laughs> for things. It's just for things you know you're gonna get. Yeah. yeah. I always laugh at like when we give out our free uh like cream puffs and stuff. Oh, it's just the lines. <laughs> the number of entries we gotta, get is like more than 10 I got to hold back because I'll end up saying something disparaging about cream puffs again. Yeah. But I think the comparison, yes. I think I could see waiting three and a half hours for the first Curter Burger. Yeah. But in right. any case, all right. So they did it in 2021, lines out the door, sold out everything in yeah. seconds. Uh, a year later, 2022, they do it for one month only. And then 2023, which we just had, they, they, did it for a month. Mm-hmm. So it's made it three times. What is the future of the Curter Burger? We shall see. The company didn't tell me, but uh, it's worked for them. It's probably one of the most successful limited menu run items, definitely in Culver's history, but even of all the chains out there, it's it's up there. Well, it, oh, and clearly clearly they thought an, it, it sold enough in 22 to bring it back for 23, and the thing is, is like, I don't know, maybe that's just human nature where like, if you can't have something, you want it more. So I don't <laughs> yeah, know right. that they, I mean, I don't know. I'm not on the Culver's well, marketing team, but like if they put it on the menu full time, I'm not sure it that it has the steam. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, and, they, they've got something they can bring back from time to time that will get people excited. And the buzz I think again. that's their buzz, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, McDonald's has what? The, the McRib. The McRib. And when I talked to... Um, Quinn Atkins, that's the chef over there in the test kitchen. He says that's kind of what he envisions the Curter Burger being, something that they're going to bring back from time to time that people love, but you can't get it all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing that I was surprised at. So the limited menu item in 2023 was in October, and it ended November 1st. They were supposed to be done. There are still a few Curter Burgers floating out there because it was until we've run out, right? It's a frozen cheese curd patty so wait there's like some sitting in a like in a freezer somewhere well the night the story aired which was december uh mid-december 20th i think is when this story Mm -hmm. aired um as i was literally the night of the story it had been written for a while the night of the story i'm about to go out to air and i'm like okay unfortunately you've missed your opportunity to get the curter burger one of our photojournalists hector is sitting in the atrium and he's eating a curter burger (laughs) It was like seeing a ghost. <laughs> Did he know? No. I'm like, Hector. Do you know that it's in the rundown in 25 minutes? Exactly. I'm like, Hector, have you seen our promos for the story we're airing oh tonight on the Curter Burger? And he looks at me blankly and goes, no. And I'm like, okay. where did you get that Curter Burger? Yeah. And he goes, uh, right here. Yeah. Brown Deer's Culver. Yeah. So I ran over to the Brown Deer's Culver. I, I barged through the doors. I'm like, <laughs> you guys have Curter Burgers? And they're like, yeah, we got like 10 left. And and you got one so got, of the ten. I got okay. one of the ten for that night. You didn't clean up. them out right then and there and say I want I'll them all. I'll take all ten. Uh, after the story aired, I did go back into the Culvers, and sure enough, they're all gone. So yeah. oh uh, gosh, we probably so helped funny. sell a few Curry yeah. Burgers. Uh, what's not the goal of the story? The goal is to just kind of show how bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, well, you know, because it really it started as a joke, 
And they had no intention even after the joke did well of making it, but it just shows you, uh, you know, somebody has a good it's, idea. and The power of it. social media too, because right. you, when you, like your story, yeah. what I really was struck by, it was done very well visually because you see all of the different tweets and the, the, yeah. the likes that are just piling up and piling up. And you realize that, you know, some jokes like this fall flat. You know, mm -hmm. you try something, it doesn't work so well then one hits and sometimes you don't know what it is or why it hits, but once it grabs, it just goes on its own. And this was one that just piled up. Now they've got a real product. And you know, we talked about the McRib thing. I've never been a fan of the McRib, but I know that there are some people who just absolutely can't wait for that to I know. come back. I've out. never met that person, but they must be I out think, there. They, think, they must be. I think it's Rob Haswell. Do you want to know why? I, I think he loves the McRib. Do you I'm want to know sure. why I don't like them? And, and I gotta tell you. And I, no, I'm, but you're gonna tell this us anyway. Is, this is, <laughs> And we're gonna take a break. Uh, no, Forever. When we come back, I'll tell you why. Yeah. No, this is this is the real reason. Is um, and, and, and this is the my my shot of my warning shot to Culbers here with your your when you market this, it's because the McRib always is shown in the promo pictures. Sure. With the like bun partly off and two uh -huh. giant pickles. On oh, top. and you don't like pickles. And I don't like That's pickles. It. And now you've just ruined it for me. That's oh, it. when you get to the window, you say, "I want a McRib." Hold the pickles. Uh, but the image in my head is the the, so the slab that's a, of... That sounds like a Brian problem. The, the, the slab of compressed meat. like that we, don't, we don't even know what the meat right. is, and you're but not concerned about that? He's only concerned mm. about the pickle. When, yeah. <laughs> when you eat something that looks like it has ribs, but it's not ribs, that's already a problem. Now you've added pickles on top. I'm just not attracted but, like, to it. Uh, but when the McRibs started, I'm pretty sure, like social media wasn't nearly as big as it is. I mean, I bet they're thankful now that every time they bring it back, we talk about it yeah and it's the same with with culvers like right. if we didn't have social media as much back in 21 or 20 whenever they were kind of starting this it may not have been such a big deal right here's something i'm interested in so the curter burger was a big deal here in wisconsin culvers is in 26 states i don't know how well it's done oh, oh is it just that's like interesting. because we love yeah, our cheese so much and it's not as big a deal in other places that's when I talk That's to people, so I grew up in Connecticut, and when I talk to people about cheese curds, they hear the word curd and they kind of cringe because you right. think of like yeah, curdled like milk. Curdled, Correct. Yeah. yeah. They and don't get so it. they don't really know what a curd is. So I don't know if the cheese curd is as appealing until you've had it for other markets yes. that now Culver's has expanded to. I wonder if we can see how this episode does by location. <laughs> right. Like outside of Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah. nobody cares. Nah, no one clicked. But, no, so we are going to take a break. When we come back, I did prepare some stuff. Uh, based on this, because this was a joke. This was an April Fool's joke that grew into a huge thing. It's not the first marketing April Fool's joke that companies have tried. We come back, we're going to talk about some of the big wins and some of the flops <laughs> from April Fool's marketing jokes when we come back. We are back on Open Record. I spent a little bit of time going over some of the other famous April Fool's marketing pranks and ideas, uh, some of the best and then some of the worst. And what's interesting is I was reading different uh, uh, posts that were best and worst lists. And in some cases, the same prank ended up on both the best and worst list. So oh. I guess it depends on your interpretation because sometimes it's just buzz is buzz, right? Even if it's <laughs> right, maybe doesn't right. go so well. We're going to start with some of the best um, or what were deemed some of the best. In 2013, Google released a video claiming their search engine could now search smells. And I don't know if you remember that. I, I think I remember that coming out. And the thing is, it wasn't selling a product, but it was kind of reminding people that we can do amazing things. Yeah. Our tech people are so good. We might even have you convinced temporarily that we could actually do this. 
Um, and if it could search smells, then wouldn't you be a little self-conscious as you're no. using Google? Like, did I shower? I don't, yeah, right. you know. Um, <laughs> How many people are farting on their computer? Right, yes. <laughs> right, right, yes, yes. Well, yeah, because um, we weren't doing it on our phones, probably. I mean, yeah. 2013 is still pretty early as so far as I, I guess that was, that was deemed a successful one. 2015. <laughs> Asus, the uh, ASOS, the clothing brand, I guess. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Or I don't know if that's, is it clothing? Is that, they do, I think so. Yeah, anyway, good. <laughs> they launched clip-on man buns. I do remember that. You do, okay. I do remember that. Uh, I, and I don't know if they actually, this is the thing, in some of these, I don't know if they actually had them. Right, if they actually made it or if they actually made it or if it was just, uh, a, if it was just a joke. joke but did, um, yeah. that was listed as a successful one. In 2017, Virgin Atlantic Airlines produced a video. They didn't actually make this plane, but they produced a video that uh, demonstrated the first airplane with wings that actually flap. Oh. And, and they made it, you know, it was, it was technically produced in a way that you see the wings flap and, uh -huh. and uh Obviously, they didn't actually make one of those. If they did, I would not fly yeah. that plane. Um, in 2018, PayPal tweeted about its new feature that allowed customers to print money from their phones. You can actually print out your money. Um, and who knows how many people smart. tried that, but hopefully uh, they didn't get any kind of trouble. Um, that same year, uh, 2018, Sam's Club announced its own cryptocurrency called the Bulk Coin. Um, just trying to get in on the, the, the whole crypto craze. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, 2019 BMW claimed to have created something called lunar paint. I don't remember this one, but apparently they were trying to sort of capitalize on all of the hype over electric vehicles, which we've talked about here recently. And they claimed that this revolutionary lunar technology allowed the vehicle to passively charge or recharge overnight by the light of the moon. <laughs> um, interesting idea. That, Fascinating. You know. Not true. Uh, in 2019, this is one of my favorites. Tinder, probably because I'm 5'7", um, maybe 5'6 <laughs> and 3 quarters. Uh, Tinder announced a new feature called height verification. Oh, and uh, no. the, 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 the <laughs> so original post many. got 3.6 million wow. views. That's so it was very popular. I'm guessing <laughs> most of those views were women. Well, it's just a guess. You know what? Um, any, in Doesn't any way. matter. Uh, speaking of cheese, in 2021, Velveeta announced a skincare line. Oh. I don't know if that's a... That was listed as a win. I don't know if that's a win, but, you know, if it got a lot of buzz. Do you guys remember you can eat. a couple of years ago, McDonald's uh, promoted a co-branded can of McDonald's Sprite? No. I didn't no. hadn't seen that before, and that was recent, so I, it couldn't have been that successful because I don't remember I, hearing about yeah. it. That was one. And then finally, on the good side, in 2022, 7-11, known for big, big gulp drinks, the fountain yeah. drinks or whatever, uh, they announced the Tiny Gulp which was a 0 0.7 ounce oh. fountain drink for seven cents. And though I think the post One said something calorie. about, I could drink 50 yeah. of these in a whatever. Um, so, you know, that, that those. Now the worst, I, I thought, uh, I don't remember this, but this is a good one, 1996. So this is pre-social media. Taco Bell announced they had purchased the Liberty Bell. <laughs> and <laughs> just- What a co-branding, yeah. I, well, yeah. I like that, I like Now it. they, by noon, they came out and confessed to the hoax because oh. people were flooding the Philadelphia, oh the, the National Park Service yeah. in Philadelphia. How, could you, how could you do this? How, how could you dare sell? So that was listed on the worst. It was also listed on one of uh, one of the best lists just because yeah. it was it got it, it, so well, much buzz. Yeah. yeah, people were talking, people Taco talking Bell. about Taco yeah. Bell. And immediately, I know every one of you just heard the Taco Bell thing, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So it worked. Oh, do you remember that um, little chihuahua too? Google on the bad side it, uh, announced in 2015 an email mic drop feature. Any of you hear about that one? <laughs> no, but it I was, bring it was it back. The, it was the minion dropping a mic, okay. uh, and you could put it at the end of an email, and they said that it would block all re replies after oh, that. So you shoot. could send an email so to someone a, with the mic drop, and then you would not them. see their replies. Apparently, a bunch of people actually 
Did it. tried this and oh, then it caused problems because there were people taking it too seriously. Oh, and finally funny. Google apologized and actually said, we're going to bring back the replies that you didn't see and let you see them now. Um, so I get, it must've actually worked. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not back. clear about that. In any case, <laughs> uh, they considered that a fail. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, two more. 2011 Volkswagen V O L K S said it was rebranding to Volkswagen V O L T S of America. I remember uh, it, that one. I bought that. Like yeah. I like I was like, holy crap, this is real. And then, well, they got straight media coverage as though it was real. Yeah. And because of that, it actually boosted their stock price by 10%. Whoa. And the SEC got involved because this was a fake announcement. They weren't really doing this. Ooh. But they and, and it boosted yeah. their stock price so that the SEC, I mean, Volkswagen's had some issues. Um, and then I think this has got to be the worst one of all time. Playboy in Romania. The country of like Romania the this? Uh, ran a piece in their magazine, I guess, titled "How to Beat Your Wife Without Leaving Marks on Her Body." Yikes. April Fool's joke Yikes. that actually led to widespread demonstrations and the first ever demonstration against domestic violence in the country of wow. Romania. Um, which I guess, in a way, maybe was a good thing that they people yeah. started, pro, uh, you know, having demonstrations against domestic though. violence. Uh, but wow, Yikes. I don't know if this started out as a joke, but do you remember when Oscar Mayer released the um, face mask that looked like a slab of bologna? Yeah, yes, yes, yep. <laughs> I bought that one. <laughs> it was real. Now oh, this wasn't oh, like April, physically bought it. This wasn't April Fool's, but Oscar, speaking of Oscar Mayer, the recent uh, rebranding to the Frank Mobile instead of the oh, Mobile. And they Ooh. finally said and they brought it back. They brought it back yes. because of response, overwhelming yes. uh, response. So uh, anyway, that's the list of things that I came up with that were April Fool's pranks. But uh, if you through all of those, there's not one that turned into a real product that's right. still going on. Yeah. That's what right. I think is so remarkable about the curve. Well, make sure you look a Culver's last year had another April Fool's joke. They made the Craig Culver bobblehead. Yeah. And it was another thing that, that I thought it was less funny because they did make a few of them. And I think they went in and was like, that's easy to make. But watch their channel on April 1st because now they have, they're going to do something. You right. know they're going to do something. Whether it becomes a real item or not, I guess we'll wait and see. All right. Well, I think that's probably a good time for us to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go off the record. And it is time for us to go off the record. This is the part of the podcast where we get a little more casual and have a little fun. I don't know how we can get more casual than this. Uh, by answering a question for which we have not prepared. And of course, here to ask us that question is executive producer Sarah Smith. New year, same me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Um, we're not talking about food in the off the record, which is a shock. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people are coming off of, of holiday vacations and maybe going somewhere traveling um, and which obviously required packing a bag. Um, so let's hypothetically say your vacation is one month away. <laughs> I'm going when, somewhere in two weeks, so yeah. Okay. Right. When do you start packing? Mm. Ooh. That's, this isn't going to be that big of a talker for me. It's real easy. I, the, the, probably the night before. Hmm. Oh, oh, are you, oh what man, a, just the eyes. You, what a, see, wait, all wait, I wait, can think, you know, wait, and I'm in a Dave, room replay, with Dave, <laughs> re, uh, Our editor, Dave, I want you to replay that for a moment. <laughs> the facial expression and the judgment <laughs> well, in that expression. I, I think I just, it's a face of bitterness because I feel like men, and my husband included, can just go, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. I need four shirts, four shorts, mm -hmm. something to sleep in, socks, undies, whatever. Now, it depends on what you mean. And walk out the door. That's exactly and, how yeah. it It's true, but it depends because I do prepare by doing laundry earlier than that because I want to make sure okay. the stuff I want to wear is clean. Yeah. 
So if that's part of the packing process. Do you process, make any lists? I make lists. For a no. bit, like a big, so. You're a, a producer though. Well, that's, that's true. What it's what like for... sunglasses, <laughs> cell phone chargers. So I do make books. lists now, but I never did. Okay. And that's only because of my wife. Okay. Because you're yeah. a married man now. But now, normally yeah. I would pack a day before. It, it depends on where you're going. Like I'm going somewhere in next week and it's warm. So I can you. I can pack all my shorts and stuff. Yeah, but... that's true because you don't need them right now, right? right? Yeah, okay, yeah. I get that. I think kids changes the game too because you want to start a little early. Who on we... the, um, yeah, you're right. Um, and then at the end, you just they're pull so out, needy like... too, right? right like it's, it's like seventeen uh, pairs of pants for like two, three two days. days. <laughs> Here's what? that's the question: know. How many underwear do you need for a five day trip? Fourteen. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> at least two per day, I think. Be just no, because. Well, no. do, you, do you wear here's, two in any other day? No, no, but here's okay. why. So why? Here's what changes why. it when you leave okay. Milwaukee? Here's why. First Just of all, like you said, you never know. Because I don't want to do laundry on my vacation. If I go for a morning run, that's one pair. Okay. I'm not wearing a sweaty pair of underwear all day. If I change out of clothes into a swimsuit, okay. and now I'm changing back into clothes, I don't put back on the ones I had earlier that day. Oh. So I feel like... Two a day is reasonable. Now, I'm probably not going to both work out and swim on the same day, so I don't need three in a given day. I feel like that's almost if I did, something you would do. So I feel like two a day. Is, and then there's always, you know, room for. Well, Are you a vacation workout on. person? Yes. Yeah. Are you the guy who goes for? I, I think I am. <laughs> I tell myself on the way out, well, you I'm going to want to get for it, right? I, right? I need yeah. 14 pairs yes. of underwear. Yes. I want to get up early and yes. go for a run on the beach. <laughs> and the reality is I wake up and I go, you know what? Gosh, coffee sounds the so much better. Yeah. The, the, the breakfast buffet is open. Yeah. I'm going to go there first, and yep. then we'll see how I feel we'll and see. I don't run. Yeah, okay. Right. So. It's a thought that counts. But, okay. but the reason why, so and for anyone who's packed early, for early packers, I think here's the reason why I don't, is every day before you have to leave that you go, the amount of things that, or the amount of decisions you have to make that you go, well, I can't pack that yet because I'm going to need that. And it, then you it, add it to it your grows. list. Yes, but I, I feel okay. like if you wait until the night before, you can pack you, everything. You can pack it, right? You can just well, do it right now. Well, especially if you're packing 14 pair of underwear, you definitely can't do it early. That's you true. You have no undies. That's, that's a good point. I know. That's a very good point. So I like to wait. Now, I even the night before, I'm frustrated because I know I'm still going to need my toothbrush and my yeah. whatever and the charging cords and whatever. If I get up the more, if like if I, if I have a later flight and I could get up the morning of, nothing but time. I can throw in the toothbrush, the you know the, all the toiletries, all the other sorts of things because I'm not going to need them again that day. Now my packing is efficient and effective and I can do it the same day. I've got a yeah. drawer full of toothbrushes so I can just throw one in. A drawer full? Every time I go to the dentist, here's a toothbrush yeah. and a mini thing okay. of Oh, so of you toothbrush. just bring it? Yeah. What do you do then after that? So throw do you have away. a to <gasps> The, wow. environment, have, the environment thanks you, Kale. I throw it away in the toothbrush recycling bin. Duh. Yeah, no, stop. That's. Do you do you have like I mean multiple shavers and other because that's for me. I have a razor that I use. Well, I can't pack that, and if I'm gonna use it or I have know. travel razors that I take along. No, I never put them in the travel razor recycling bin. Yeah, grow the beard out. That's fair. oh okay. The week off of shaving, you're saying? Yeah, that's it's right. vacation for yeah. right, including my face. Right, that's true. Your face thanks you, and it's good, right? You don't like yeah, you rip your face right. off, right? Exactly. Yeah. Do you have, uh, uh, you know, are, are, like you talk about the travel, you know, razor and the other, do you have like things that are just travel only? Yes. Do you have, okay, you do. Yeah, I have like several bags of do you have toiletry to travel do things. Do you have clothes that are travel only uh, or not? Uh, you never no. answered how long in advance you oh, pack. Oh, I mean, I start making my list weeks out <laughs> and then I start pulling the kids clothes because um, I will tell you, God bless them. My husband doesn't pack the kids. So 
I mean, and I don't know that I would trust him because I have issues. Um, <laughs> Giving and up I'm control, control is I'm not a control easy. Freak. It's not, yeah. It's a hard so, part. and if I know they have it, then I know they have it. And if they don't, then it's just my own fault. But yeah, I would say two weeks out are like lists. And then I start pulling. And then, uh, yeah. It's a I process. It is a process. Yeah. But you I, know what? At the end of the day, we get on that plane or we get in that car, and I'm like, God, I know we have everything because so I have. For for been reference, meticulous. I have a friend who packs probably a month out, and wow. the friends we're traveling with, she was it was December 26th, and she was already packed for our January wow. 11th. Wow, trip. wow, that's I, a lot. I mean, I can see if you if it's a big trip, you're really excited about. Sometimes packing is part of the excitement about I'm getting prepared. Yeah, I'm that's thinking true. About like it, I'm getting ready. Ooh, if I start writing notes now, then it's going to be closer, and I don't have to like work and do school. How do much. you feel? I just wonder how this feels to you. This is a feeling question. <laughs> if you get onto a trip and you go, well, we forgot that thing, but I can just run to Walmart. There's a Walmart Dude, everywhere. Eric says that to me every trip. He goes, we're not going into a deserted island. We are going to a place that is, has civilization and Walmarts and pharmacies and whatever else we need. So he he reassures me that if you forget something, we can just buy it. Mm. And there was but a Florida do you, trip. Does that feel bad? If you got there and you didn't have it, uh, do you I mean, feel no, like you dropped I, the ball? I, no, I feel like... Um, I have transformed and changed my mindset of like, yes, we can buy something. It's fine. Cause like there was a Florida trip where Eric just didn't pack socks, just didn't. And I didn't check in with them because he's a grown man. My brother showed up to Breckenridge, Colorado without a winter coat. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's now, aggressive. See, that's, that's like, that, not only is that aggressive. See, there, there are things that you know you can get affordably. Like yeah. uh, I forgot sunscreen. There's probably a CVS. I can get sunscreen. Right, right. A, a winter, winter coat in Breckenridge, yeah. Yeah. you're going to be paying for Ooh. that. He, yeah. he did. He paid a lot Ooh. of money. Yeah. Now, it was now October. It, everywhere. <laughs> it was October. It wasn't the middle of winter, but it was snowing in oh, Breckenridge, sure. Colorado. Oh, sure. That makes so. sense. Yeah. <laughs> he, he spent a few hundred I mean, there's not much in Breckenridge, Colorado that's not expensive. I, when I was growing up, I used to go skiing. My my, my father uh, and, and brother and I used to go out west, so I've been to Breckenridge and, and, and Vail and, and then Utah and places like that. And it used to be like a lift ticket was $70 for yeah. a day. Now it's like Now it's like 200 oh, yeah, for a day. <laughs> yeah. For what? I just can't. I mean, it's so I can only imagine what a winter coat costs in, mm. in Breckenridge. Yeah. There is a crepe place in um, a crepe. How do you say it? Crepe. Um, in Breckenridge. That's all I've ever done in Breckenridge was eat this crepe. And it was like the best one I've I ever had I can in my now entire leave life. That's what I'm I've saying. $14 later. God, it was so good though. You <laughs> didn't but, ski a lick, but you've you've traveled because you have you have a little one. So mm -hmm. you, you you and Ashley have traveled. Um do you do the packing? Does she do the packing? Who who packs for Amelia? Ashley does most she of does. the packing. Yeah. 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 Same okay. thing. I think she wants to make sure everything's there. Well, and it's like snacks and activities and especially like, well, a car ride or a plane ride where it's like you have to have things. And she and Amelia's at that age still where she kind of needs just for Christmas something to keep her yeah. occupied. I went to Indiana and I pulled out all the stuff. I started packing for yeah. her and Ashley's like, no, 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 we're not. <laughs> we're not bringing these jam dresses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's yeah. just, I, I wouldn't be probably, I mean, I did have to pack many trips for my kids, but my kids have never been, I mean, probably because of, of me, they've never been uh, real fashionistas exactly. So, yeah, you know, fair. hey, you, you like yeah. this stuff, you wear it, it fits you, there it goes. Yeah. And, and we're good to go on that sort of thing. So, you know, I've gotten to more than one vacation though, where they had swimsuits from the year before that didn't fit and you're Ooh. suddenly there, you're buying a Oh, that's the other location. thing is like, yeah. especially if you're going on a, like going to Florida in say January. So you have to retry on all the stuff on the kids because does it fit? Who actually knows? And then now my daughter has opinions about clothes. So I can't just pull stuff and say, here it is. She needs to look at it and approve the shirts pile and the shorts pile. It's 
so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fun. Have any of you done long distance trips by car? Like, cause you know, you're going to drive to the Dells. You're going to drive to nearby places. Yeah. Most of us would fly to Florida or wherever else, but have you done long, do you do long, like a, you know, we're going to drive six states away. Yeah. I'm not a car, not for vacation. The no. longest I've driven was when we went storm chasing um, for work. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I've driven to Pittsburgh before, but it's been a hot minute. Yeah. yeah, and I made the cross country like to Connecticut once. I bring it up because I, I I grew up. Uh, we used to drive from St. Louis to Florida, um, and it, actually the yeah. journey was really part of the fun. Right. It was sure. part yeah. of the reason the movie Vacation, National Lampoon's Vacation, has always been one of my favorite movies. Um, I love Chevy Chase. I love comedy. Um, but it kind of hit home because that idea of getting there have, being half the fun was part of it. You know, it was the we rode in the back of the car back in the days when safety maybe wasn't as much of a concern in what we called the Wayback Machine of the, yeah. <laughs> of the family truckster. It was a yeah. wood-paneled station wagon, right. and my brother and I had pillows, and we laid in the Wayback, and we, you know, had puzzles and other things. You didn't have the electronics right. we have now. Oh, you couldn't watch absolutely. movies. No. So, you know, you really got to know. You spent a lot of time watching what was going on in the road outside right. of you, and uh, and I remember my parents had a CB radio. So oh, my, my, yeah, my mom too. used to communicate with the truckers on the yes. road to find out where the Smokies were up ahead and all That's, that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. we had. A, That's fun. <laughs> we drove. We would drive to Ohio. I have family in Ohio and we had a CB. And so we had this giant, you know, the antenna coming out <laughs> that magnet, you know, whatever. And at one point there were truckers that we could hear them. They were talking and then it got a little naughty. Mom uh -oh. and dad immediately shut it off. And I was like, oh, we're not using that anymore, I don't think. <laughs> so that was kind of the end of the CB. But CB radio, Citizens Band. Every for time those watching, I just yeah. always think of that creepy movie where it's like candy cane. What's that <laughs> what? movie with the kill? You know what I'm talking about, what? right? What? Do you they're know? the trucker uh, no, and I don't. they're on the CB radio with him and they're messing with the trucker. He turns out to be a murderer what? trucker guy. The whole movie is about the trucker chasing him down. Somebody who's watching this knows I don't know. Wow, I, I don't know, either, I don't but know. I'm going to Google are. that. All right. Okay, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and uh, look ahead the next week when we come back. Okay, we are back, and and while we were away, uh, Sarah was doing some googling. Went to the Google box. What, what's this trucker um, movie? Joyride. Joyride. I think there was a Joyride too, even. Oh, because it was two thousand one. So good, we couldn't get enough. <laughs> well, oh, it did. It did have. It was called Joyride Two: Dead Ahead. But <laughs> Steve Zahn, Paul Walker, Lily Sabisky, some other people that I don't know. Star-studded cast. Well, I don't know these. I don't know. Star, probably are. star singular. Yeah, a bunch maybe, of nobodies but... at the time. Yeah. Um, well, because they're wow. dead now, right? From the it was Candy Cane was the same. Well, they were. Well, I think they were pretending to be someone named Candy Cane to okay. be like a love interest oh. for and the trucker okay. realized they were messing with him, and then he was uh, like a killer, murderous trucker guy. All right. Next time I'm on the couch at home, I'm looking up Joyride. I guess I've got <laughs> I don't to know do. about that. Uh, we, we got a couple of minutes to go here. And, and Ben, uh, we've had you on a couple of podcasts in a row now, and you're such a tremendous guest. I, 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 oh, your stories you. are engaging. <laughs> your TikTok, but actually your TikTok, I've really, really enjoyed some of, some of the stuff that you put on there. I know we've already had on our air, but then the way you package it and present it is very interesting. But uh, I, you've been main anchor here for what? How long? How, how long have you been? Well, I've been at Fox 6 since 2011. I've probably been just anchoring full-time for four or five years now. Okay. Wow. I should know that. What, what's your What's your background? You're <laughs> not from Milwaukee. Yeah. What's, no. what's your background? So I grew up in Northwest Connecticut, went to Quinnipiac University, men's national championship ice hockey team. Um, <laughs> Quinnipiac, like Oconomowoc, I know how to say it now. Got yes. my first job in Springfield, Illinois. Uh, sight unseen, they hired me for like very little money. And I said, I think that's a state capital. I'll drive out there. If I hate it, I'll just go back home. Loved it. Was there a year and a half. They moved me to Champaign to be the weekend anchor. 
moved up here in 2011 to be the morning anchor weekend mornings and i've done yeah, like every wow. shift now right so springfield so, champagne milwaukee um mm-hmm. and, and, and were you a journalism major at quinnipiac yep, broadcast that, journalism yeah. i went to the okay. um ed mcmahon school no of journalism. What? and you're like hey. ed mcmahon went to quinnipiac <laughs> no i don't even think he stepped foot on campus i think he had like Wait, a what? distant relative who went there oh, and did so you get funny. donated a bunch of I was money say, so. yeah. did you get a publisher's clearinghouse scholarship hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they give you a balloons at uh, yeah. graduation when you get a scholarship there they present you with a giant <laughs> it's a giant yeah. diploma uh so i was I don't, I don't even know if it's still called that anymore but it was when I graduated. Was so, that yeah. laugh your Ed McMahon impersonation? It was, it was supposed right, to be. And I, I, I gave up. I gave up on it. That. I gave okay. up on it. No, it wasn't. Fine. I'm not good at impressions. My school has like all. a lot. Being in Connecticut, so a lot of kids go to like ESPN, New York, and sure. that sort of thing. So, and then that's, you, that's that's why I wonder because I know you're, you're not from here. You ended up in the Midwest, but it was just because that opening in Springfield. Just the you, you know the old I put i probably like the last person that put my resume tape on vhs tapes and sent it out to people oh, well yeah i was, so, I, I, was in that I, same boat. I did it too <laughs> yeah, i did and yeah. i got uh one call back like i didn't even get rejection letters i just got one call back from springfield illinois saying oh we'll hire you i'm like don't you want to interview me? i think there <laughs> nope. was like a slight interview process and then i'll never forget the person they had just gotten rid of their news director so the person who hired me wasn't the news director and before i started they hired the new news director oh. and she called me and was asking me interview questions. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Um, ma'am. You, you, they've already hired me. <laughs> yeah. They've already taken the job. So she ended up liking me. Oh, but I think she's. We're glad to have you here at Fox <laughs> and glad to have you here on Open Record. If you have a topic you would like us to discuss on Open Record or an issue you think we should investigate for Fox 6 News, send us an email to fox6investigators at fox.com. Ben, Sarah, thank you. And as always, thank you to the people who make this podcast possible, including our editor, Dave Machuda, and our chief photographer, Manning the Video Switcher, Kale Zimney. With that, I'm Brian Polson. We'll be back next week.